family, it's Amanda, and I'll be your host today, where we talk all things spirituality, personal growth, and leadership. Today, I'm here with my dearest friends, Nikki and Krista. (laughs) 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 It's so nice to be here with you guys, not only just here at real life or at church, but outside of here, having Mm -hmm. meals together, doing life together. It's so awesome. Probably raising kids together one day. Hey, come on. Speak it, girl. It's lit. (laughs) No, it's an honor to be here. Privilege. Yes. Yes. So today, today we're going to talk about something a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about identity. So identity is the fact of being who or what something is or someone Mm. is. So do you guys have any thoughts on what identity is? Um, Krista, maybe you have something to share. It's funny. I always found it like really interesting when you like identify or define identity. It's always like real ambiguous. And we know it. It's like, like what? It's like being like being what someone is. Okay, cool. Mm. But what is that? <laughs> like, yeah, what, does what that is that How do you find your identity? How do you understand it? Um, yeah, how do you, how do you engage with identity? And um, yeah, so I think really off the bat, I think a lot of us try to identify ourselves in a multiplicity of ways uh, because we don't really know how to get to like the bottom of it, right? Like what is identity? Is it your personality? Mm-hmm. Is it your preferences? Yeah. Is it what you do, what you do? You know, like we kind of want to grab kind of any anything we can to really orient ourselves in this, you know, like very general seeming topic. But it's actually crucial to mm-hmm. understand and to get to the, the bottom of understanding so that you could actually live in freedom. Because when you know who you yeah. are, you'll know what to do. You'll know how to be. And so I'm glad we're talking about this. this is so yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. And it's good. something I feel like we all struggle with, like identity. At some point in time in our lives, we're going to struggle with it or question it or wonder, like, who am I? What am I? Like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I think we've all, especially yeah. in our teenage years, like really mm-hmm. battled with identity and really mm-hmm. probably got into a lot of trouble or it was just in a state of anxiety or unrest. I remember like there are times being at youth group or whatever. And just not being able to enjoy the night at all because I was Mm -hmm. so Mm self-conscious and Mm -hmm. so caught up in my own head and feelings. It was like I I couldn't, I didn't have the capacity to engage beyond, beyond that (laughs) or actually invest in other people or really care about other people because I was so self-consumed with my Mm -hmm. own insecurities. And was there ever a point in your lives, ladies, when you felt confident in your identity, Um, like a specific pinpoint moment in your lives where you felt like, you know what? Like I'm, I'm, I believe in like that I'm this, or I believe that I can walk with confidence, you know, in who I am. Mm. I don't know if Nikki wanted to share something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, it was more recent, like Mm. I'm 31 now, um, maybe like I would say a year to two years ago is when I really started walking in my identity, like confidently, Mm -hmm. um, and you knew me before. Yeah. Um, I used to struggle a lot. Um, I'm sure like my family, everyone that has been in my life, they, they remember how hard it was for me and how much I struggled with insecurities and um, so many things. Um, but I think it was a process. It wasn't like a moment for me, like one mm-hmm. specific moment where I became confident. But it's just been like a journey of walking with the Lord. And first and foremost, like 
being a daughter of God. Like that's that's who we are. That's who that's what has grounded me like in the midst of like everything in my life. Like there is nothing else that defines me, not my gifts, not what I do, not a job that I have, not a career that I'm going for, not even being a wife. Um, you know, my identity first and foremost will always be that I'm a daughter of God. And then just learning how to walk in that with confidence has been like a more recent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I guess I'll share a little more after that, but that's to answer that question. <laughs> Krista. That's so good. And I feel, I feel like we maybe have all gone through seasons where there've been mm-hmm. ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Like at times maybe you're more confident. Um, and then other times you were just really battling with mm-hmm. certain things. And maybe that, that differed, um, the battles, the insecurities differing. But I, I think I really, I think I could agree with Nikki. I think just recently, maybe the past like year or so, two years, mm-hmm. really coming into my identity in Jesus and really mm-hmm. understanding what that means. Uh, because like I said, when I was a teenager, I thought that like my personality was who I was, my identity. And so um, I would want like wanting people to like me because that's yeah. right. We want people to like us. And that's it's like true. a very natural human feeling. But I would, I struggled so much with my personality, not liking who I was, that I would even watch like TV shows and try to act like the characters on TV mm-hmm. so that people would like me more or that I would seem more funny. Or I would just maybe pick up, cause you know, you pick up character traits yeah. or isms from the people that you're around. So it's like, oh, if I watch really funny people that other people like to watch on TV, then maybe I'll be more likable. And I, you know, we all do that when we're trying to maybe like fix or mold our own personalities we'll copy, we will mimic, we'll try to be, yeah, be like other people mm-hmm. and, you know, be what we're, what we think we're not in order that we would be liked. And I think that's really rooted in caring so much about what people think about us. Yeah. And really the root of a lot of our insecurities is the fear of man, like you fearing man, um, over, over God, over anything else and caring so much about what people think of your appearance, your personality, who you are, and I think that's, that was really the root of it for me. So when mm-hmm. I, when the Lord helped me walk through getting rid of the fear of man, not caring about what people think, but really just fearing God and living my life in reverence and all of God, that's when things really started to shift. But I had to come to the point too, where I realized like, Hey, who I am is not my personality. Mm-hmm. And it's not my preferences. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's good. And was there like a point in both of you guys in your lives where, you struggled with something specific or even now, like maybe you still struggle with a specific thing that um, even as you were saying with, with all of that, um, that God uprooted or that you have to constantly revisit or find ways to address that certain um, aspect of who you are and within your identity. Mm, yeah, definitely. Is there like maybe Nikki, something um, specific? Yeah. Well, like I was sharing before, like the biggest thing for me was fear of man, like Mm -hmm. getting over that um, and realizing that the root of fear of man like that in my life um, stopped me from being who I was called to be um, because I just cared so much about what people thought. Um, And I think um, I think for me also um, negative self-talk. Mm, has been like a, a big one yeah and even like recently like you guys know i'm in the songwriting boot camp mm-hmm. and my coach um is something that he points out to me very often like every time we have mm-hmm. a session he'll tell me like your songs are really good like you sound really good you're writing really well but i can see it all over your face that 
you don't believe what I'm telling you is mm-hmm. true and you're fighting what I'm telling you because you're you're hard on yourself or you're not where you want to be or you know whatever it is he's like you have to stop that negative self-talk because that destroys you that destroys the process of you becoming and blossoming who God made you to be and he's like you know he would tell me he tell he still tells me like you don't listen to that and you fight that voice because the en- mm-hmm. there's a very real enemy who doesn't want us to be who God has called us to be so we have to deal with that like self-talk um so I think once I conquered fear of man then it was really dealing with the the deeper issues of um what I tell myself daily and mm-hmm. how hard I am myself or how critical I am of myself and um you know so that that's been a new challenge in this season mm-hmm. like stopping myself and it's hard man it really the thoughts hard. you think like yeah, you don't even know so you're crazy. thinking it you don't even it's such a part of my normal thought process mm-hmm. every day like you're not you know you're not this you're not that comparison mm, you know like on. you're 31 and you're not like where these other 31 year olds that are so successful are you know all of these things you know and and just really just going back to the fact that i'm a daughter of god if i'm in his will i'm exactly where i need to be if i'm obeying him you know and seeking him with all i am and doing what he's told me to do i am successful in his eyes you know so just Mm -hmm. just constantly like battling that and dealing with that that's been um, a new challenge for me that i've been that reminded it's always been there it's just like Mm -hmm. dealing with it now coming face to face with it and confronting it so yeah that's it it's like psalms 23 the lord is Mm -hmm. my shepherd i have all that i need like not being Mm -hmm. in lack even in who you are as a person like how you address people the things you speak about Mm -hmm. with people how you um mask yourself because you know most of us like we go out and you have this one face like one mask of how you want people to perceive you and how um how you really are on the inside like what you're really dealing with and it's so easy to fall into those traps I know for me something I struggled with like like all throughout my life I'm still dealing with it is like confrontation again fear of man Mm -hmm. um not being able to confront issues with people Mm -hmm. and you know that's something you learn as you get older like confronting keeping relationships and um having deep friendships by confronting like issues and all that yeah and also um sharing the gospel i think um for those of our listeners who are young and who know jesus sometimes sharing the gospel and sharing what truth is like around you can be intimidating or scary um, but knowing and trusting in who you are in the Lord and going out there and um, really believing it, that's a different thing. Really believing who you are in the Lord can be a real challenge, like telling people around you, like, I love Jesus. You don't want to be the crazy, <laughs> the crazy <laughs> yeah. Christian kid. That's something I struggled with growing mm-hmm. up because um, I, I got saved really young. But then when you're around your friends and everything, you like to act like a little bit different. Exactly what Krista was saying. I don't know if you wanted to expound on what you were saying before. Also, that was. Yeah. And well, you guys are touching mm-hmm. on it, too. Like you, identity is so paramount and mm-hmm. foundational to the rest of your life. It even affects your it affects your relationships. It affects the way that you present. It affects what you think about, like 
what you think about yourself and life. And it really, it really touches all areas. That's why I think it's so important. I mean, we could do a whole season on identity. <laughs> There's so much here, but, um, but no, I just, I just want to comment because Nikki referred a couple of times to being a daughter of God. And it's so, true. so how do we, how do we know who we are? And I, I think it really goes back to, it's, it's really basic. We go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. I love that the physical, the physical world that we see teaches us about the spiritual world. And I think we look at a baby, right? Mm -hmm. So a baby has an identity, right? And how does it have an identity, right? It doesn't have a personality yet. It can't talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It can't do anything. So how, what is the identity of a baby, right? So we know that a baby comes from a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. Every single human on the planet was, is Mm -hmm. the product of one man and one woman who came together or however it happened, they came together, produced a a baby and they named that baby. No one else has the authority to name Mm -hmm. a kid, but the one that made them, right? The one that brought them into existence. Mm-hmm. And I love that that gives us a picture of, of God and how how we're to be known. First of all, we know that one, the baby is a, a male or a female. Mm-hmm. And that is central to identity. Mm-hmm. And I want like, maybe we can comment on that a bit in, in a bit. But your gender central to mm-hmm. your identity because it's not just biological. It is, it your your gender gives you a, a map or a blueprint of the gifts and the functions and the purposes that God mm-hmm. has given you mm-hmm. and placed on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. And also you have a name, right? You're given a name, but we also know that a baby belongs to two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know their name, we know their gender, and we know they belong. Mm-hmm. They belong to these people. Mm-hmm. And I think identity, that's where we start when it comes to identity. Mm-hmm. We belong to God. God made us. Mm -hmm. God's the only one who has the authority really to tell us why we're on earth and really make known our purpose to us. And so it's so much deeper than just Mm -hmm. like, I like this. I don't like that. I speak Mm -hmm. like this. I dress Mm -hmm. like that. That's all like, that's all cotton candy and cupcakes. Like we're getting down (laughs) to like, (laughs) we're getting down to the deep, deep, the the inside. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, I think knowing who you belong to, Mm -hmm. who created you, how did you come here? And for all of us who are on the podcast, we've come, we've come to know and believe, believe and know Mm -hmm. that God is the one that made us. Mm -hmm. So God is the one that tells us who we are. And mm-hmm. as we look at God, he will show us why we're here, who we are. And, but the very basics, very basics is I'm a woman. I was made by God and I have a name and that's, mm-hmm. that's where it all starts. Mm-hmm. And so, so we look at God today yeah. and we look at God's word to show us. So now I had a hard time with that growing up. I had a hard time understanding. Okay. So who am I in Christ? What does mm-hmm. God say mm-hmm. about me? What does that, how does that help me when I'm at school and I'm looking at a lunchroom mm-hmm. and I don't know mm-hmm. where to sit and I feel insecure, you know, like yeah. I feel insecure mm-hmm. and I don't know who I am and I don't know where to go or what to do or what to say. I feel awkward. <laughs> um, yeah. So how does, how does that help? Right. Mm-hmm. How does it, how does it help? And so well, first of all, I think understanding that knowing who we've come from and who we belong to, we belong yeah. to God. I can be at rest. That's I can true. rest and not try to make myself something I'm not. Mm-hmm. I can just rest that, Hey, God made me, God put me here. I like these things. I don't like those things. I don't have to impress anyone. God will give me the friends that he wants me to have, but I'm going to trust God that he's going to help mm-hmm. me in my awkwardness, that he's going to help me <laughs> make friends. And he's going to help me walk through Like Nikki was saying, this is a, it's a progressive journey. It's a mm-hmm. journey into that understanding. You don't just get confident or like, yep. but it starts, it starts with that. Mm-hmm. Confidence starts with knowing 
who made you Mm -hmm. and what they Mm -hmm. have to say about you and then building Mm -hmm. your life on that and Mm -hmm. walking forward into that yes and how have like touching on relationships because you were talking about our relationship with god how does how how do our relationships with the people around us affect our identity in christ or our identity as a person and how we um how we view ourselves um maybe nikki you want to touch on um i mean it's important Mm -hmm. like who we have around us Mm -hmm. um i think you you do have to be careful with who you keep around you that's true but at the end of the day like our identity still always comes from like what krista was saying like god and what he says and even even breaking free from fear of man mm-hmm. um i've learned like not to to put weight on like what people say to me what people think of me you know or whatever it is like my relationships are wonderful but i can't hold them like this like mm-hmm. clinching you know with a, a um a closed fist cuz god has taught me like everything is his and at the end of the day we have to be um we have to be so sure of who we are in him that if he takes everything away mm-hmm. if he if he whatever it is if everyone something can happen you know he can call us out you know and at the end of the day sometimes my husband some god forbid something can happen to him mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i i need to be rooted in in the fact and the reality that I will always be okay because I have God and he mm-hmm. is my rock. Yeah. He is my foundation. Nothing, all, everything else I hold loosely. You know, we love deeply and mm-hmm. we, so we do life with each other. But I always like try to remember that, that everything God can, he gives and he takes away. Um, there's a scripture that says, um, you know, I, I don't know where exactly it is, but like he gives and takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Like he's mm-hmm. always, he is, he is our rock, our face, our attention, our affections need to be on him every day. Um, our relationships are important, but I do think we have to be careful with our relationships shaping our identity, you mm-hmm. know, like even as we're all married women, like our relation our husbands don't define who we are you know mm-hmm. we are still um individually who god has called us to be you know um so that that's been that's been a part of like me really walk coming into the confidence of my identity is really recognizing that because i used to be so shaken when things would go wrong mm-hmm. like in my friendships or my family relationships when they would say things that would really hurt me or treat me a certain way i would be i would be like destroyed you know and mm-hmm. then god has taught me like um you know that 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 you can't put your hope in in anything else in anyone else in any relationship um you're you have to just stay rooted in me um, because I'm all that you need. Like you lack mm-hmm. nothing. Um, so yeah. So I, I it's a different like take on the relationship. No, thing. I like that. That's that okay. was good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Krista, maybe you could touch on like what what a healthy relationship, like what what it looks like to have healthy relationships surrounding you. Like how how that should push you towards Christ. Yeah, or- I think 
you know, like all of these insecurities and things, you don't usually really have them when you're by yourself, right? <laughs> no, it's true. It's usually when you get around 100%. other people and like comparison comes in yes. or this comes yes. in, that mm-hmm. comes in. And I remember, I'm going to share a juicy little story. Ooh. So good. Ooh, we ready. Um, <laughs> when I, when Delicious. I met my husband, <laughs> Delicious story. when I met my husband, um, I had just come home from Italy. And mm-hmm. I was building a career and I was about to go to another country and continue that career. And the Lord told me to come home and stay in America. Now, I, that means I'm back in my parents' house, driving my parents' car. Uh, that's setting fire to my whole career that I've been building. I felt like I had nothing. And also, I was like a bit of a wreck on the inside because I didn't know. So I, I didn't know what to do. So And then I meet Adrian in the middle of all this. And I felt like I had nothing to offer. I felt like... I felt like one of those, like, and I just felt like awkward, like with those awkward mm-hmm. birds you see. Like, I felt, <laughs> there's like a digital short before Monsters, Inc. of like this like bird, this like bluebird. Anyways, <laughs> and that's what I felt like. And I saw he is like this awesome job. He has this perfect Instagram. Like he's a photographer and works with models. Like he always knows what to say. Like the guy is never awkward. Like he's so perfect. And Aww. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though. That was perfect. But I, I felt like he, he presents so well. He presents so strong. And I'm like, I just felt like a wet noodle, right? Like I felt like like freezer burned vanilla ice cream. I'm like, I got nothing to talk about. Skirt. <laughs> I got nothing to talk about. And I really like I took it to the Lord in prayer. Like, so okay, so you feel all those things, very normal, very natural. What do you do with that? And I was like, you know what, God? I'm not gonna try to make this guy like me. I'm not going to try to make anything happen. Mm-hmm. Like I'm over that. I'm exhausted. I've tried to do that before. It didn't work. Didn't <laughs> like it. Was tired over it. <laughs> so I was like, if you God, if you want to make something happen, you're going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just left it with the Lord and all the rest mm-hmm. that I felt. I didn't try to come up to Queens so that I might see him. I was like, nope, not doing that. I didn't try to post on my story. Cute pics. So he would see them. <laughs> nope, not going to do that. Listen, he would see me in a bun and a hoodie and if he can't hang with that then there's i'm sorry we can't hang <laughs> um and so i just for the first time i really felt like i put all my tr- all of my trust in god it's like if you're mm-hmm. gonna make this happen you're gonna make it happen even when i was about to go on a hike with him the lord gave me a verse it's a verse from isaiah he said your strength will be in quietness and trust mm, you don't yes. have to try to talk up yourself you don't have to try to be fun or be cool. And I'm real. I'm telling you guys, I really was like stale saltine cracker. I didn't have a lot to say, <laughs> but God made it happen. Thankfully, Adrian had a lot to say, which surprised people because maybe people thought he didn't talk that much, but, but we would talk all the time. And I think after, after a little bit, after a couple of weeks, I remember going into a time of prayer and just inviting the Lord to really help me because I just like, I don't measure up to this guy. Like I'm just, he's just out of my league. Mm-hmm. And the Lord brought back to my mind. I went into prayer time and the Lord was like, hey, there's some things from your childhood that I want to show you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm going to deliver you from them. And one of the things he showed me was when I would watch TV and try to be like Lizzie McGuire, or be like mm-hmm. these people <laughs> on TV. And he's like, I'm going to set you free from that. So wow. even knowing God as counselor, he's mm-hmm. your counselor. He's mm-hmm. your ever present help. Yes. He's your confidant. Yes. I would tell him all my insecurities. I tell mm-hmm. God all of my deepest, most mm-hmm. inner thoughts. And I, hel- I I ask him to help me to work through them. And he mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And so I kept a journal. I'd write them, Lord, I'm feeling like blah, blah, blah today. <laughs> blah, and blah, blah. I, you know, just give it to you. And so, but yeah, but even being around people that just speak truth, Mm. speak to me the truth 
of God's word. Mm-hmm. Krista, mm-hmm. you're called. Krista, in Jesus, you are enough. Mm-hmm. You like mm-hmm. you don't have to try to be anything you're not. Boom, boom, boom. And just my brother was great with that. You guys are great with that. Um, and even yeah. And that was that's the importance of keeping people around you who are going to sp- mm. not just speak their opinion yeah. about you, yes. speak the truth of yes. God to you. Because we we hear a lot of yes. lies ourselves. We tell mm-hmm. ourselves a lot of lies. We believe that's a lot true. of lies. But so but yeah. Anyway, the Lord helped me through it. I was like after that prayer time, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so free. And later on at church that day, that's when Adrian asked me on our first cup of coffee, and Aww. I was like, yes. <laughs> I would like to go to coffee with you, good sir. <laughs> and I felt so, I felt so confident. I was like, wow, thank you, God. But it wasn't me mm-hmm. fixing myself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't therapy. There, There is a place, you know, yes. like for people, for, for godly counselors. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. it's necessary, but it wasn't like my own strength. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to highlight. It wasn't me just getting confident and getting mm-hmm. a cute yeah. outfit and putting on some <laughs> lipstick. Like those things, I mean, yeah. I feel really great when I wear some lipstick. But, <laughs> but yeah, God God mm-hmm. is the one. He's the counselor. He knows who yeah. you are. So yes. he knows how to help you through mm-hmm. your own insecurities. So Krista, you touched on gender before being a part of who you are and your identity and affecting your identity. Would you mind touching more on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. This is something I'm actually really passionate about. And uh, I really think is a massive, um, a massive topic in our culture mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, so we know that God made man and, and female, right? Mm -hmm. We know that from scripture and we know also that if I'm coming and listening to a conversation like this and I don't have God or the Mm -hmm. Bible as my basis for understanding who I am, then I'm going to, I'm going to self-identify. I'm going to create my own identity Mm -hmm. by making this thing define who I am or this thing. Um, you see it, you see it a lot. You see it everywhere. People will make just one thing that, and and that be the emphasis of who they are. For some mm-hmm. people, it's what they like, their preferences. Oh, I'm a gamer or I'm, yeah. I like to code. I'm a gamer. That's, that's who I am. I, there's a lingo, there's a community, mm-hmm. there's a whole world surrounding that. Like I love anime. There's a whole, there's a whole like, world around fit? anime and mm-hmm. like my preferences. And there's a whole community. Yeah. There's a whole lingo. Um, there's my sexual orientation who I'm attracted to defines the whole of who mm. I am. There's a whole community mm. language around that. So when when it's not God, you'll find that that people will begin to create their own identities. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. problem with that is that you didn't create yourself. Mm. So you don't know who you are and mm. you're trying to construct who you think you are or should be. Mm-hmm. And that's where things get tricky because all of that is is shaky ground and all of that will crumble okay what if you lose your eyesight and your mobility in your hands can you be a gamer Mm. no like what if you get into like a really bad accident and like you can't like you're paralyzed from the waist down Mm. like does it does like all there's so many things that Mm -hmm. can pull apart what we build our identity on and you mentioned that nikki before Mm -hmm. and so wait like there, there's only there's one identity that won't crumble, and that's mm-hmm. who do you belong to? Who is yeah. your creator? Where did you begin? And who has the authority to tell you who you are? Right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't make yourself, and we don't even know the depths of our own hearts. So, so when true. it comes to when it comes to uh, different orientations and gender, which are you know two different things, um, we know that you know God created man and woman. And we know that women, by nature, the way that we're created, we're created to be nurturers. We're created mm-hmm. to be receivers yeah. biologically. We're created to be bearers, right? Mm-hmm. We have an incredible pain tolerance to be able to bear a life for a life to be created on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. So, and like I mentioned earlier, 
biology, phys- the physical world and your spiritual world. That means what you are, how you feel, what mm-hmm. you are on the inside um, match, line up. And when we feel like mm-hmm. they don't match or line up, then that's when we need, that's when confusion comes in. Mm-hmm. And that's when we say, okay, step back. How, you know, how do I, how do I, um, explore? How do I understand what I'm feeling mm-hmm. or going through? But we know with God, it's very, it's very simple. Women are created this way. Men are created this way. Neither are more valuable than the other, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. equally different and have different strengths that mm-hmm. are just as valuable. Mm-hmm. And so, and I love it. Like man can't live without women. Women can't live without men. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a woman bears, a bears kids, but she can't do it on her own. She mm-hmm. needs some help. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's 50, 50. but with, you know, with men created to be warriors, created to be initiators, intentional, strong, and courageous and mm-hmm. you know so so much more uh, that's why there's like a you know a, a big draw to like video games right they want to feel like they've conquered and do and challenge like your men are attracted to the challenge challenges because mm-hmm. when they conquer them they feel like they're fu- it's fulfilling a kind of purpose on the inside mm-hmm. and so um so yeah so i think there's there's a lot to there's a lot to explore even just in how god made you a man or a woman mm-hmm. And so, but, and, and it's interesting too, when we, when we don't feel like those match, uh, for example, if you feel like on the inside, you're a different gender than you actually are, then it's, it just, it's just a curious thing to me that we have to make our physical, we have this draw to make our physical, our physical bodies match what we feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. But if your physical body doesn't matter, mm-hmm. if, if your bi- if your biology doesn't matter, why do you feel this pressure to make mm-hmm. it match? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think when, when that comes in, the enemy loves confusion. He's a master. He loves confusion. He loves a disorient. He loves just all the dysphoria going around. And I love that God just keeps it so simple. And if, and mm-hmm. if there, I remember when I was 12, I questioned my own sexual orientation and what I, because I had a friend who was just very sensual mm-hmm. and just very much like she had had all kinds of experiences um, in, mm-hmm. in her past. And I felt this kind of like, draw or like allure to her and it made me question even my or like what I liked mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know you're 12 you're, tr- you're coming to your teenage years so like if there's if there's questions that you have on the inside if there's things you're struggling with on the inside um one you're not alone mm-hmm. you're obviously definitely not alone even with people like us mm-hmm. you know like we've we've had all kinds of thoughts like we're yeah. we're human just like you and I think if we all like looked into each other's closets we'd all find mm-hmm. the same skeletons mm-hmm. but the That's enemy true. wants that he wants you to struggle in secret he yes. wants you to keep your yeah. thoughts yeah. and your confusion to yourself because if you brought it into the light then the light would do what it loves to do is expose yes. and make clear mm-hmm. what is actually going on and mm-hmm. so I think I love the word of God because it does just that and, you know, sometimes it's a bit scary because we don't want certain things exposed or we, we don't. Yeah, we, we don't want um, the to, you know things to be called out. But really, in order to work through things, goes back to your original point, Amanda, having people around you mm-hmm. that um, that can speak the word of God to you. Relationships are very important. And we are people that, you know, we want to be the people that are in relationship with you listeners. If you would allow us to, to be a safe place to be like, Hey, I'm thinking this, I'm feeling this. I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to be trusted Supported. with, mm-hmm. you know, to be, you know, confidential mm-hmm. and to walk in a, in a way the Lord has set us free from shame. 
Yes. I am completely free from shame yeah. mm-hmm. because it was nailed to the cross with Jesus along with my sin. Mm-hmm. So, so I have no trouble talking about what mm-hmm. the Lord saved me from because mm-hmm. I was a mess. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, if, I mean, if he could, if he could touch me on the inside and if mm-hmm. he could bring me into freedom, he could bring you into freedom. Yes. And I've seen people that have gone through deeper and harder than I have and have come to freedom. So, mm-hmm. you know, people like us were like, Hey, shame has no power. Yes. You could tell me it's anything yep. and it wouldn't surprise or scare me or cause <laughs> me to back up. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And really we encourage listeners to test it because we really mm-hmm. believe that there's power uh, in the word yeah. of God and there's power in being shame free. Yeah. And so we believe there's a lot of freedom in coming into mm-hmm. understanding who you are by God's design and what his word says. Yeah, that's really good. And a part of even like a part of, um, not being like surprised by anything is because like you said we have we all have a past we've all had like our struggles so mm-hmm. we're not better than anyone right like, we're yeah, all true. human together so it's just do it like that 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 is why a relationship is so important because you can feel like you're alone and you're the only one going mm-hmm. through this like what are people going to say about me and i think um church also like it's so important that we're doing this like we have to talk about these things in the church because mm-hmm. there are people in the church who are battling this and struggling and they don't know who to talk to so this is amazing that we're talking about it and thank you for touching on it krista yeah, yeah. if anything really it good. opens up like sharing those things with your friends like with mm-hmm. the people that you chose to be around you if anything, it opens up the door for them to love on you. Yes. <laughs> like you think they're going to come and judge you and so mm-hmm. much love and here. hate on you and, and tell you like all like you're a sinner and all this extra stuff. But if no. anything, they'll <laughs> pour into you. They'll reach out mm-hmm. to you and mm-hmm. you end up um, getting what you need for the mm-hmm. most part. Like yeah. sometimes you need someone to, to call you out and be like, hey, like, hey, come hang out with us. You know, don't stay locked up in your house alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And even having relationships mm-hmm. that you can trust to be honest with you. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. you're not going to find an echo chamber here. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find mm-hmm. people that are just like, yes, yes, yes. Everything you feel is right and good. Mm-hmm. When you're on your way off the edge of a cliff and yeah. you're full yeah. of anxiety, because really a lot of people and me and like myself included, when I'm struggling, when I was struggling with insecurities mm-hmm. and yeah, the gender orientation, thoughts, things. That like those are the people that are filled with the most anxiety, mm-hmm. most confusion, anxiety, depression. Wow. Yeah. And so yeah. when the Lord brought us like out of insecurity and into freedom, like that's for us to be like, no, 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 we're not just going to applaud mm-hmm. everything that mm-hmm. you're doing, even though it's like tearing you up on the inside. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to speak truth and love. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to do it over a plate of pasta and some coffee too, <laughs> like a coffee couch or yes. something, you know, because yeah. like that's, you know, it's, that's important. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And that the church not be looked at as like, oh, this building where I walk in and mm-hmm. people condemn and say don't kind of thing. No, like <laughs> our first thoughts about you are like, you're so beautiful. You're so cool. Want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like and it's genuine. Love to- yes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. if it's not genuine, it's bleh. <laughs> and at the root of it too it's like loneliness you want you long for those relationships Mm -hmm. you long for people to be around and just to do things with like just to spend time with and Mm -hmm. um not even not even um just to tell you like about yourself or not even just to share things with you just need people who are going to build you up and yeah and give you permission to just be awkward i know Mm -hmm. so many friends of mine they're just like when i was trying to figure out who i was and (laughs) say i don't know i would just be and they would just love me 
and like applaud, mm-hmm. applaud me and just be like, hey, yeah. you're so cool. You're so awesome. It's so true. And even though I felt so awkward, they were yeah. just, they just wanted me around. Yes. And that's all that matters. We just want you around. Come however mm-hmm. you are and be however you are. Th- be is, honest. This is making me think of um, the scripture in Corinthians that says we're all one body, but we all have different parts. Like we're all different. Like we can't function without the leg the leg can't function without the arm Mm. like we are all made to to be one body together like i'm gonna miss you like if you're not um confidently like being who god has made you to be Mm -hmm. as the head or or whatever as the arm or whatever we are you know like i'm something's missing you know so coming together and realizing that we're all different but we're all on the same team because we're, mm-hmm. we're here, like, for the kingdom and for God. Um, that's really important. So, yeah, yeah this was so good. Yes. It's amazing. So good. It's so awesome. So come hang with us. Yeah. <laughs> and bring just yourself, your honest self. And yes. if you're far, find a community. If you're far away or, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's churches all around, you know, get in touch with someone. Reach out to us on the Instagram and, you know, we'll help you find somewhere near you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a place for everybody. So, yeah, it's true. And if you've had bad experiences with churches, like still reach out. Cause if you give it a second chance, how do you know? Like maybe you'll find people that love on you and you mm-hmm. just end up having lifelong relationships with. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just want to thank the media team. I want to thank Drew Sauce and yes. Ruben for all of your work That's today. Dope sound thank effects. you so much for all your help. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to point out that the 14th and the 28th is going to be our next Real Life Me. Shout out to Real Life NYC. Ooh, 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 ooh. See you there. And I'm just so thankful for you, ladies. This is so awesome just getting to chat with you and sit and um, rest, honestly. Just rest with you guys. This is just regular conversations, what relationship looks like. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Get in on the convo. Come and Mm -hmm. talk with us. Come meet us at Real Life. Yes. Anyway, we'll see you guys soon. Bye.